What's going on guys and happy Thursday morning. <clears throat> and uh, I want to say I appreciate y'all. Uh, I feel like God's been talking to me about a, a lot of things, you know, and uh, one of which is that, uh, you know, we are good how we are. Now, oh, I thought I lost the ball there for a second. Um, so here's the thing. I think that it is okay to love yourself and it is encourageable. We should love ourselves right fucking now. Like loving yourself as you are right now is important. Okay. I think that it's so powerful and so important to realize that like, first of all, you're never going to be perfect. That there is a level of perfectionism that is very, very toxic, but also that the idea that we should just be exactly how we are now and not really do much else um, is just as detrimental. Um, because I think that deep in our hearts, all of us want to know that we're loved. All of us want to know that we're accepted. All of us want to know on a basic human level, and what's up, Stanley, um, that we are like enough, that we literally have value as a human being. Well, the hard thing about it is that like, there's a few things to this. Yes, we do just simply have value and potential as human beings. That's very, very important to remember. It is also important to remember that value is dictated in some way, shape, or form by the benefit or the detriment or the burden that's placed on other people by your existence. Now, unconditionally loving yourself implies that you're going to actually have to ask yourself some very powerful questions like, am I living in such a way that I am not being a detriment to other human beings. Now, again, this is a, a difficult process to get used to because you have to, we do need to rely on other people, but where is the line with relying too heavily on other human beings or not? And we should lift people up. We should try as best we can to be beacons of hope and love. Um, and that being said though, I think that a major portion of loving yourself is learning that it's okay to feel down. It's okay to feel up. It's okay to feel everything you, you have. This too shall pass. But it's just as important to recognize that sitting down where you are and never growing again is, is also not good. <laughs> um, if we accepted everything as it is right now and never changed anything, or if human beings had done that, then we would still be in the dark ages. Um, I think we're undergoing a massive, massive change right now in the collective conscience and thought process of humanity where we're becoming more spiritually aware, we're becoming more emotionally aware. But because of the convenience of our culture and society, we're also in some ways encouraging some toxic ideas and belief systems. And a lot of those have to do with the idea that just accept me as I am. Well, how about we look at it like this? It's my job to tolerate other human beings being different than me. It's my job to tolerate the fact that we do have differences. I don't have to accept everything. Because if somebody is detrimental to my life, toxic to me, or hurts me, um, steals from me, things like that, then accepting that person doesn't make sense. I have to accept that they have those behaviors <laughs> and then tolerate that they're not around, like that, that they're still here. I can't, I can't want them to die, you know, but 
discontinue being around them. Now, the other thing about that is that those people that have those toxic behaviors, it's very important for them to love themselves too. But unconditional love doesn't imply that you just say that you love somebody. So we can't give ourselves unconditional love with words and thoughts. We have to give ourselves unconditional love with understanding that we will fail, we will succeed, we will everything in between, we will be overworked sometimes, we will be underworked sometimes, and that the entire gamut of human emotions is going to come through us. But unconditional love like, implies the spirituality to understand that you are constantly in flux. You are not ever going to arrive. You are never going to just get there. So we have to consistently learn to just keep pushing forward. Um, I believe that self-worth and self-love and you know um, self-value as well as value to the people around you and the type of value you bring to your life and to the lives of others is directly proportionate to the type of person you, you are, to the type of things you bring to the table. It would be beautiful, maybe, I don't know, I kind of like the, the fact that it's a beautiful fucking struggle, okay? But it would be nice, I guess, in some people's eyes, if, if we could all sit at the same table, have all the same resources, have all the same things, have, you know, have everything be equal. But simply put, it's, it's just not the way the world works. Um, and so the idea of equality of outcome is, it, it can't be regulated. We can regulate the idea of equality of opportunity, but even that is, is somewhat based upon skill set, ideas, body type. You know, um, there's just certain people that are going to be more qualified for certain types of life than, or certain types of careers, certain types of other things than others. Not all of us can be born an Olympic athlete. Okay. Some of us can work our way there. And a lot of champions are made by people who have mediocre talent, but extraordinary work ethics. And I think that speaks volumes to the fact that if we really truly want to feel accomplished, if we want to feel like we love ourselves in a real major and like serious way, then we have to be taking actions consistently that show love to ourselves. I always use this reference, man. If your partner ignored you all the time, would you feel loved? If your partner never listened to you all the time, would you feel loved? If your partner spent up all your money all the time, would you feel loved? If your partner went against every plan or every you know, thing that you guys discussed, would you feel loved? If your partner disrespected you at every turn, would you feel loved? If they disrespected your body at every turn, would you feel loved? So we have to understand that love is a fucking action word. So there, therein lies the difficult part. A lot of people are struggling because they're like, I don't feel like I love myself. But then my question to you is, are you doing enough for you? Are you just going through the motions of life? Are you finding things that excite you? Are you helping people who you love? Because I would challenge you to say that if you are just going through the motions in life, you're depressed, you're sad, you're just not feeling it, that the reality is, is that you're not actually displaying the love that you have for others to yourself. And as I always say, that you can't bring half a person to the table and expect a whole person's portion. You can't bring a half a person to the table and not realize that that's dragging on the rest of us collectively. The reality is, is that no matter how broken any of us feel, no matter how sad, no matter how hard it is, it's your job to pick you up. It's your job to lean on God 
who should be your strength through everything and pick yourself up and do your damnedest to bring whatever you can to the table. If you're differently abled, if, you, if your legs don't work, there's still things you can bring to the table. Nobody's going to expect you to get up and fucking run. But what we are saying is that you do need to bring something. As, as hard as that is to say, as harsh as it sounds, when we can't bring something to the table, we're living off of other people. When we're not bringing, I mean, it could just be something so simple as joy and love and, and fucking good energy. That's still bringing something to the fucking table. But this kind of pseudo-intellectual concept where you can just love yourself into accepting yourself into whatever, I don't believe works. In fact, the, if you take your time to look through it on Google and find like real accredited fucking psychiatrists and psychologists and stuff, the articles written about it are specifically that when people have struggles with depression, with anxiety, with not feeling like they can do the things they want to do in their life and uh, addressing their traumas and stuff like that, the only way we've found clinically that people really work through that stuff is like exposure to those things that stress them out. <laughs> so that is to say that to love yourself, you have to face the darkness. And that's the hardest part of all this. There's darkness in all of us. And you have to turn your focus inward and find where it is in you so that you can fight the darkness out of you instead of trying to fight the darkness of the world because you will never be able to defeat what is outside of you. But this right here, this right here, you can. And I believe in a major way that depression and all of these negative emotions that people live with consistently all the time, yes, there is chemical imbalances, but we're finding more and more and more that behaviors affect chemicals. We're finding that your DNA can be modified by your fucking experiences in life. So action is way more important than people want to admit. And so I ask you today, what are you doing to fight the darkness in here so that love can live in here? Because if your mind is telling your heart something your heart knows as a lie, you'll always be in pain. Love y'all. Have a good day.